The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. For many weeks now, we've been carefully studying the dynamic of our lives in a very direct and immediate sense. So whatever is showing up right now, our lived experience right now, right here and now,
We say this is arising from past causes. Whatever leftover business, whatever unfinished business, whatever restless movement, anxious movement, whatever's unsettled, that, of course, is arising now from past causes. So in a way, in a Buddhist sense, as we're sitting here, aware of how the heart is right now, the feeling here in the heart and the quality, the sensations of the body sitting here, the sounds, the sights, we say in a Buddhist sense that this arises due to past causes, this moment, this moment's experience, the way it is for me. It's nice to think of it, even if it's an unpleasant gift, it's nice to think of it as a gift from all things past. This moment, this mood, this attitude, these sensations, these circumstances of my life are arriving now as a gift from the past. So we're learning to own our karma, in a way, as a sensitive person, a human being, we say, that is sensitive, sensitive to the activity of the mind and body. It's really nice to see that these teachings in the Buddhist tradition really point, really are supportive of being mindfully aware right now, right here, in any moment, really. So when we talk about the five aggregates, when we talk about the mind and body, the sensitivity of the mind and body, those words are pointing to this lived reality, this karmic fruit from all things past that is showing up right now, right? Because the sensitivity of the mind and body, it's right here and now. This is what it means to be a sensitive mind and body. Or this is what it means now to be vulnerable or exposed to sense contact sense experience, unavoidably, can't shut it off. And each moment of contact is in part experienced as a feeling, right? So when we have an experience, 
The mind generates a feeling that we have for that experience, pleasantness, if it's a pleasant experience, or unpleasantness, if it's an unpleasant experience, neutral, if we don't really care about it one way or the other. All of this we call present effects, present moment effects from all things past. And the only reasonable reasonable thing for a wise person to do is say yes. Yes to the reality of being sensitive. Yes to the sense contact and the feelings that arise because of those sense contacts. Yes, yes, yes. This is how it is. And because the mind forgets to be wise and present and understanding, the very deep habit of identifying with our liking and our not liking because of the sense experience and the feeling associated with the experience. We can notice as we're sitting here all the little and big ways our mind gets entangled with the liking and the not liking, the wanting and the not wanting. Because sense contact and because feeling feels personal, it's just such a deep habit to interpret the experiences and the feelings personally happening to me, belonging to me. So then we begin to proliferate, to think about what we want or what we don't want. We begin to act on that wanting, that liking, and that not liking, which we call grasping. And we set in motion the person who's becoming Becoming, we're planting seeds with that action, that grasping. We're becoming the person who grasps to hold on to what's pleasant or get rid of what's unpleasant. And we call those present, present moment causes leading to future effects. We're planting seeds. Whenever we're chewing on the present moment, wanting to hold on, wanting to get rid of, whenever we're strategic, acting from this personal point of view, then just to be honest with ourselves, we're planting seeds. Seeds of becoming, we say, which inevitably lead to the continuation, more cycles of stress and suffering, birth and death, 
metaphorically. Another moment, more moments of being bound up, being pushed around, struggling with experience, feeling betrayed or disappointed, longing, wanting. And that suffering has a distorting and disturbing effect on the heart and mind, which we call ignorance. The mind is disturbed. It can't see clearly, can't feel deeply the way it is. And that's the leftover business. This moment arose out of that leftover business. And if we relate in ways, act in ways that perpetuates that ignorance, then we plant more seeds that will lead to future states of our mind being disturbed, having leftover business, tendencies to misperceive, misunderstand. So then when contact arises, Liking and not liking will dominate the mind, grasping, struggling to become more stress, more entanglement, more distortions of the heart and mind, or ignorance, we say. More leftover business, unfinished business in our hearts, a restlessness, an existential restlessness, and on, and on, and on, and on. This is the insight. Stepping back enough to intuit the cycles that we've been part of for so long, this mind, this heart has been part of. That's a liberating insight. Oh, this is how it is. This is what has been playing itself out for so long. So long that I can't conceive of how it began. It always seems to have been this way. It brings up this powerful force in the heart we could call compassion. This powerful resolve not to contribute, not to fuel these cycles of suffering. I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to be done with these cycles of suffering. I no longer want to ignorantly plant more of these seeds of entanglement, of reactivity, of being pushed and pulled by sense contact. Even when we don't know the way, this force of compassion, this force of not wanting to contribute to more suffering for myself and others, can be very beautiful. And as uh, Ajahn Buddhadasa calls it, radiant. Understanding the cycles of suffering becomes a radiant insight in the heart. 
Oh, I get it. I get it. I'm so happy that I get it. It's painful in a way, but I'm really happy that I get it. I'm beginning to get it. It's the getting these natural cycles that feed the experience of stress that allows the heart to make a different choice. The birth of faith in the transcendent origination, this natural process of awakening from suffering, from a more honest a more careful sensitive relationship with these cycles of suffering faith arises maybe it doesn't have to be this way, maybe I don't need to keep feeding these patterns. And that faith is really driven by this deep value, commitment to not harming, and the deep value of wanting to pay attention with wisdom, wanting to see clearly the way it is. And together the deep aspiration to see clearly and the deep wish to not cause harm for myself and others. They come together as a powerful faith that I'm not, I don't have to be destined to keep living in ways that cause suffering. sense that turning point if you can, using your direct immediate experience here and now, body and mind, and the reality of these cycles of suffering, of reacting and getting tight and trying to fix and not feeling good enough, and the birth and death of all of these little moments of being tight, basically. And in a sense, we're stepping back and we're just having a more honest, non-judgmental sense of these, the ongoingness of these patterns, these stressful patterns of the mind, heart. Oh yeah, I get it. I'm beginning to get it. Beginning to see more clearly and I care. I don't want to feed this in any way possible. don't want to ignorantly just do what I've always done, reinforcing, causing more stress to arise. I'm really going to pay attention. I'm not going to forget to be aware. I feel already just this more nuanced and sensitive 
wise relationship with suffering is already has the flavor of freedom, more freedom in being honest about the cycles of suffering than being lost in it. And this deepening of faith or confidence naturally leads to the arising of joy and rapture or energy. The heart feels energized. There's really something to do with this life. I'm inspired. Cultivate this commitment to non-harming, leading to this deep desire to be aware, to understand more deeply, to not forget to be aware. It's really the joy and rapture of being on a path that the heart trusts. Trusts that it's good and healing and liberating. It doesn't matter for if we sense we're at the beginning of the path, just getting on the path. There's a very natural gratitude, enlivening gratitude, energizing gratitude. And the joy and rapture allows being on the path, the joy and rapture of being on the path, allows the heart to feel safe. I found a path. Tranquility can arise, a deeper sense of calm, And uh, contentment, easefulness arising out of the tranquility, supporting a greater stillness, peacefulness. Simply be interested, however it might be manifesting now in your heart. Be interested in the arising of some peace, relative stillness.
This is a path of peace. And it's this peace that allows the wisdom to see clearly. So, really getting the flavor of the path the Buddha points toward. Faith leading to the arising of joy, rapture, increasing sense of safety, which allows for deeper tranquility, a deeper kind of rest, more resonant happiness comes out of that tranquility, allowing the heart, the mind to become more still, more peaceful. Because of the purity, the simplicity, purity of that peacefulness, then that mind is able to be aware without any agenda. And so it sees the changing nature, it sees the impersonal nature. It sees that any tendency in the mind to personalize Things get tight immediately. It's self-being, it's not helpful. And these insights just deepen and deepen, leading to a letting go, a disenchantment, dispassion, relinquishment, freedom, taste of freedom. Inside is that deepening of understanding that is the cause for letting go. That's what inside is. Seeing things that lead to the heart letting go. Understanding that leads to letting go. And this matures, this process matures into a more full and complete awakening, the awakening the Buddha had, and the other wise folks before us. So we'll take another few minutes and just contemplate how natural, how trustworthy these dynamics of suffering and awakening, letting go. Just appreciating how natural, lawful they are. And it's all playing out right here in our mind, in our heart, all the time. 